hosting for your tech life proudly provided by web central everything technology from computers to mobile phones tvs and the internet information you want Watch. all the help you need your tech life with trevor long hello good evening good morning good afternoon i don't know you tell me but well, i think morning for a lot of people i don't mind being your breakfast radio I don't believe for a second that you're choosing me over Alan Jones, but that's okay. I'm cool with that. I know my place in the world. Um, it's great to have your company. Episode 277 of Your Tech Life. Uh, what a cracking bunch of programs they've all been, each and every one of them. But um, interesting stuff to talk about tonight. Now, it is normally um, you know around 8 or 9 o'clock when I record the show on a Tuesday night, and then I try and publish it as quickly as possible. But tonight I'm leaving it until midnight because I can't tell you what I'm about to tell you until midnight. Midnight on April the 1st, but I'm confident it's not an April Fool's joke. Bear with me on that. Plus, um, and that's, that relates to Microsoft. Uh, plus, Samsung's Galaxy S6 and S6 Edge are coming soon. We have the pricing. Telstra has gone bonkers, and I mean bonkers. Uh, and we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS technology, so much to talk about. If you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, doesn't matter what it is, uh, you can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. You can also call 1-800-157-157. Stacks to get to. Uh, try and bring you a full show each and every week. And uh, more importantly, i like to hear from you, as I say. If you've got a question, problem, comment, or just want to have a jibber, a chinwag, a chat about technology in your life, easy to do. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Now I read, uh, I'm just on iTunes. Uh, oh no, we're still featured. Oh, look at that. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long, still featured next to Dan and Maz. It's very nice of them, the people at Apple. Uh, I can't get it to stop on <laughs> me, though. It keeps flicking away uh, because I wanted to quickly check, quickly check, before I give you the April Fool's news, uh, from Rob on March 31st. Thank you, Rob. Podcast is a ripper. Trevor's target audience is the average consumer of tech, which means he keeps us up to date with what's relevant to the normal person. It's a very entertaining podcast. Trevor never takes himself too seriously. This is true. Uh, it's my must-have weekly listen. Rob, thank you, mate. That's very nice of you. Very, very good of you. And if you want to chime in with your thoughts and rating, go to the uh, iTunes store and leave an opinion. You may opine, as Bill O'Reilly would say. Now, I'm slowly recovering from the, the illness of a couple of weeks ago still, if I'm honest. Now, even though it's midnight on April the 1st when I am able to release this information to you, I'm confident confidence that it's not April Fool's joke. Um, about a week ago, I spent some time with some people at Microsoft and they showed me something which they told me I couldn't talk about until now. And what's there's a couple of things that are amazing about this. The first thing is normally Microsoft just has a big event and you know, reveals something, kind of like Apple. So it's a bit rare and special to actually get to hear about it and see it in the flesh first. Now, I was able to do that, and I can tell you now that they are releasing in Australia on May the 5th for $699, the Microsoft Surface 3. 
Now, the current tablet in market is the Surface Pro 3, a 12-inch device, beautiful kickstand, beautiful design, very much a potential laptop replacement and a, and a handy tablet to boot. But it's expensive. It goes up to 2300 I mean, you can spec it out like a real laptop. The Surface 3 is a genuine tablet competitor. 699 May the 5th. It's a 10.8-inch screen, 1920-1280 resolution. It's basically direct competitor to the iPad and the Samsung Galaxy Tab S. Under the hood is an Intel Atom X7 processor, quad-core. Um, look, there's one important thing that that, that uh, processor does. It means that it's fanless and doesn't need ventilation around the edges, which actually reduces the thickness of the device down to 8.7 mil, the thinnest tablet Microsoft have made. Uh, weighing in at just 622 grams, that's... Um, when you hold it in your hand, it is remarkably thin, uh, sorry, remarkably light, uh, and certainly when compared to the Surface Pro 3, which is under a kilo itself, but still very, um, very good. But the battery life is 10 hours, 10 hours of video playback. So again, direct competition. They're doing very well to compete, um, you know, like for like with the other big players. But the list goes on. It's got a USB 3 port, a mini display port, a micro SD card reader, and wait for this, it's got a micro USB charging port. The, the little magnetic thing they had before was good, but this is the old everyday, think, same thing everyone else has got, except for Apple, um, micro USB. The kickstand only has three different angles, uh, as opposed to the kind of infinite angles that the Surface Pro 3 have. And it has all the accessories, the type covers, the pens, the docks, you name it. They've got everything. Runs Windows 8.1, which probably is a disadvantage, but later in the year that'll become Windows 10, and you'll find yourself with a very nice tablet. At $699, this is a genuine tablet competitor. And I think there's people out there who are waiting for a good Windows tablet. There are plenty, but, you know, Microsoft needed to be the one that brought the best. And I think they've, they've thrown everything at this. Six ninety nine is a very, very competitive price, and I think they'll do very well. May the fifth, um, I'll try and bring you a full review uh, later in April. Um, but I, I got to tell you, having had a bit of a play with it and held it, it's uh, it's it's everything they want it to be. Uh, you think about the the iPad Air uh, comes with sixteen gig of memory on board for six hundred and nineteen dollars. Now. That's, uh, that's not a lot of memory, and that becomes a little bit of a problem for Apple. But the Surface, Surface 3 uh, comes with either 64 or 128. The 128, I can't tell you the price of, but it's 699. Sorry, uh, the 128 gig will be 839 with 4 gig of RAM. Uh, and then there's going to be an LTE, so a mobile SIM card version, one that you can actually whack a SIM card into. Uh, that'll come later in the year, and that'll start at eight thirty nine and go up to nine seventy nine. So let's let's put that head to head here for a minute, right? With, with an iPad, a Wi Fi with cellular sixty four gig iPad is going to cost you eight ninety nine. Okay. Now a Wi Fi and cellular Surface three with sixty four gig RAM is eight thirty nine. So it is essentially cheaper than an iPad. Now, they're always going to have the problem of, of tablet lifestyle versus Windows, and, and Apple have dominated there, but perhaps this is the, the entry into that market. Windows 10 is a multi-platform app development um, platform. 
So it means that apps that are built for, for Windows will work across all Windows platforms. So maybe the app regime is coming towards Microsoft Way. Very interesting product. I've whacked some photos up at EFTM, uh, and I would encourage you to have a look and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, the Microsoft Surface 3, not the Surface Pro 3, the Surface 3. So this is the third Surface. A bit confusing, but we'll get there. And uh, you can check out the photos and uh, let me know your thoughts. Go to the website and actually leave a comment, if you like, on the website, uh, eftm.com.au, or get in touch. Once again, the website, eftm.com.au. Yes, I guess that's probably where you get the idea that I don't take myself too seriously. Um, before I talk about Telstra, I'm I'm having an experience on Facebook that is unlike any other I've had for some time. Twitter is a very interactive place where you can have some fun. Facebook, though, I saw a thing going around where people would take a screenshot of someone else's post and then post it with their own comments. And it was um, the first one I saw was, what if Elvis never got caught in a trap. What if, and then that someone shared that and said, what if John Lennon hadn't imagined all the people? The next person said, what if Bruce Springsteen wasn't born to run? Then a mate of mine, Sam Iken, said, what if Wright said Fred wasn't too sexy for his shirt? Then another mate, Phil, said, what if Mick Jagger wasn't allowed to introduce himself? What if the Beatles didn't come together? What if, what if Bob Marley also shot the deputy? What if Dave Faulkner knew what his scene was? What if the Eagles weren't welcome at the Hotel California? What if Muddy Waters didn't get his mojo working? What if Queen weren't the champions? So this has gone on. Oh, I got There's hundreds of comments here. It's quite sensational. Um, I'm loving it. It's heaps of fun. That's the kind of thing that social's awesome for, right? I mean, seriously. How much fun is that? Anyway, you're listening to Your Tech Life. So, Telstra has lost their marbles. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! I mean, seriously. Have you been following this? If you're a Telstra home broadband customer, you are one of, one, one, you're one of 2.5 million people. And you've probably by now received an email. If you haven't, it's coming, hopefully. Um, the email said, Hi, Trevor. Mine did anyway. Uh, Thank you for being with Telstra. We're surprising you with an extra 500 gigabyte home broadband data every month at no extra cost. That's on top of the data you've already got on your 500 gigabyte plan. The bonus data's already been added to your plan and it will show in your plan name. There's nothing you need to do. 
bonus data every month at no extra cost. Now, that's a nice surprise. And I've got to be honest, yes, it was. Then I saw a smaller plan be tweeted, a 200 gig plan, got an extra 300, taking it to 500. I checked on my plan. It was really there. I rang Telstra. They said it was real. And they were shipping it to 2.5 million customers. They literally just gave 2.5 million people extra data without anyone asking. What? The number of comments I've had on this article are phenomenal. It Seriously, it just continues. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and what about, this is my favorite and it gave, I was very chuffed when I saw it. Then there was a comment, uh, yesterday from, uh, Mr. David Thody, the CEO of Telstra. Now, when I received the comment on the website, I validated and verified with Telstra that it really was him. The, and he said this, the bonus data for fixed broadband offers, uh, because we value our customers. Definitely available to our existing customers. We're working to find ways to make our offers attractive and recognize customers who've been with us for a number of years. These have been developed by a Telstra team and represent our ongoing commitment to respond to the needs of our customers. David Thody. What? Is this happening? Seriously? So if you're a Telstra home broadband customer, check your account. You may have got a big surprise. And what's even cooler is... um, that that you didn't ask for it it's retrospective and i think what this is about is preparing for the ambient now take me for example i'm in a street where there is high f- hybrid fiber coaxial cable pay tv and i'm getting my internet through telstra on that cable telstra the ambient now own that cable they've bought it and the ambient is going to deliver the internet through that cable not telstra telstra may resell it but the nbn becomes the provider so ionet internode Optus, they can all sell internet to me via that cable. And I think Telstra know they need to keep me. They want me to be happy. And if I'm honest with you, 100% happy with that deal. So they've done a very, very good thing. But then, but wait, there's more. I mean, that in itself is unprecedented. But then I got the press release ahead of Samsung's Galaxy S6 launch, which we'll talk about shortly, uh, from Telstra, talking about what uh, they were doing with mobile plans. And I've titled my article at EFTM, Huge Changes to Telstra Mobile Data Allowances Coming in April. As of April 9, if you're a new or recontracting Telstra customer, you can get 6 gig of data on their $95 a month plan, uh, on the BYO plan for $95 a month, you can get 10 gig of data. For $45 a month on their BYO plan, 2 gig, 55, 3.5 gig, um, and a whole bunch of other plans. Now, they're not the biggest data allowances on the market, but they're massive compared to what Telstra used to offer. Triple the numbers in many cases. So this is a very competitive offer. As I said, it doesn't make them the best on, on a you know like-for-like basis, but People that are shopping around like for like probably aren't with Telstra. The people that are with Telstra don't want to leave because they think the network's great, the best, they think the others are crap, and they probably wish they were getting a better deal. Well, people, if you recontract, you'll get a better deal. It's staggering. So Telstra have literally thrown the cat amongst the pigeons because I've got to tell you, Vodafone and Optus would be absolutely packing it. Because people won't be inclined to switch now. Why would they be? Anyway, check it all out. Everything's up there on the website. 
eftm.com.au. Check it out. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, I mentioned last week the Garmin Dash Cam, and they sent it to me this week. Uh, Here it is here. The box is anyway. The the Garmin Dash Cam 20. GPS-enabled, 2.3-inch screen, full HD recording, incident detection, and snapshot capabilities. Um, I took this out of the box. I put it in the Mazda 2, plugged it into the um, lighter, and hey, presto, it was recording. And it's great because out of the box it comes with a 4-gig memory card, and critically, like the best of these dash cams on the market, if it detects an incident through G, uh, G-force movements, uh, so if you break suddenly or go around a corner suddenly, it'll kind of record. So it's always recording, but then it saves recordings when it, when it um, finds an incident. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, oh, I think it was so easy to set up. It's a great, clear little screen. Um, well worth a look if you're looking for a dash cam. Uh, you can check it out at your closest Garmin retailer. And, of course, they are everywhere across the country, uh, including places like JB and the like. But um, check them all out, uh, Taramara Cyclery, uh, Cyclery Bingley Electronics. I'm just clicking on their website, seeing all the great places. JB Hi-Fi, I'm seeing a lot of places here. So just go to the Garmin website. You'll see all the com- all the um, uh, names of the stores and where you can buy things. Garmin.com.au. Check it out, the uh, Garmin Dashcam 20. Uh, GPS enabled, easy to set up. Uh, I'll have a full review in the weeks ahead. Garmin, proud sponsors of Your Tech Life. Thank you for listening. You can get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Terry. G'day, Trevor. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Yeah, mate, i just uh, give Netflix a bit of a go. Ah, um, yes. Have you, have you used it before, net, before the Australian launch or just this your first time? No, this was my first time okay. using the Netflix Australia. When the Australian launch came, I signed up around midnight and um, on the 24th, I think, and yeah, got into it for a little look. So. You got right in at midnight, did you? I did, mate, yeah. Uh, well, I wonder, did you get the Australian library? Because did you hear Fennec on Two Blokes Talking Tech was talking about how he went in at midnight and he reckons he's got the American version? I heard that and <laughs> I, I thought, oh, you lucky bugger. <laughs> No, I got the Australian version. Mm-hmm. So, what what is your entertainment line up at home? Have you got any pay TV or anything? I've got uh, Foxtel. Um, we've got the Apple TV, mm-hmm. and I used to have the T box, but no longer now. Mm-hmm. And um, now the Netflix running through the Apple TV. So you're using the the native Netflix app within the Apple TV. I've been using that the last couple of nights. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, what, it's great, yeah. what? And remind me, kids wise, what's in the family? Uh, yeah, the kids. Oh, excuse me, the kids. Um, yeah, they, they love they love the Netflix. Um, and how old are your they, kids? They've got uh, seven, nine, and fifteen. So they would they would and, love the Foxtel Kids channels, right? Well, they that's all that used to come on in the afternoon on mm. the Foxtel. The Foxtel was the Foxtel Kids, and every morning. Now, since Netflix come on, I've been looking because I'm seeing whether it's just change of habits, and um, I've seen both my girls with their iPads with Netflix. My young fella, he's got the iP- an iPad as well as an Xbox, and mm. so he's on the Xbox with the Netflix. And Foxtel has not been on since the twenty fourth when Netflix come over. Right, have not turned it on at all. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> 
So do you think it, do you think you can live without Foxtel or is there something that Foxtel offers that you definitely can't get on Netflix? Uh, I think Netflix will improve, um, you know, with the, the, the at the moment, I, yeah, I think their library will improve. Um, I, I also give, um, um, uh, what is the, when you change a DNS through a, through a company? The VPN, yep. Yeah, the VPN. I, I, I give that a go for a week's trial to access the American version. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it is really good, um, but... It shows that have already been to Australia. Right. So, for example, Criminal Minds, you can watch season one to ten and, and go through the Criminal Minds. And I think most of them charge about $5 a month. Mm. And that's great. But we've already had that here in Australia. I, so I don't think you're watching, you're getting new content mm. on, on the VPN service opposed from the Australian Netflix where you've got Orange is the New Black um, House of Cards. I uh, don't think Game of Thrones is. No, it's on, only on Foxtel. On there anyway. It's only on Foxtel. So, so what about sport, Terry? Shows. What about sport? <clears throat> sports gets me now. I think sports. That's where Foxtel are going to win their customers. Um, however, people like I, I did have the sports. I had the movies and I had the drama all on. I was paying one hundred and twenty dollars on subscription to Foxtel. Mm-hmm. I've now reduced that down to $25 a month Whoa. just for the basic package. You've brushed the sport. I've brushed the sport. Um, and I've also got the Netflix for, I think it's $15 for the four streams. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty, you know, at $45, I've got a great little package. Um, however, I don't have sport. Yep. Our other favourite show is The Walking Dead. So whether I just buy that on iTunes for the season for fifty dollars, right? Um, yeah, but then I've got no sport as well. But as as my dad said to me, he said, you know, I'd have the sports charge me just twenty five dollars just to watch the sport. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want the the basic channels. So that's where I, I think it's going to be a tough one for Foxtel. Um, people yeah. don't want to pay the fifty dollars. So I don't know. I think my look. I, I'm I'm very interested in this because I was of the view that people wouldn't walk away from Foxtel for Netflix, and it sounds like you're not going to, but you've certainly downgraded your spend. But I um I just can't imagine me spending less than fifty plus some HD plus a bit here and there. So you know, because sport, I just especially with Formula One and the VH now. Um, but I guess okay. My big question then is, what about Presto or Stan? Have you tried them? I haven't. No, I haven't. I tried Prestile Stand, and the only reason why I haven't tried Prestile Stand is they haven't got availability on the Apple TV. Have you got iPhones so or Netflix, iPads? Uh, I've got uh, the iPads, yes. But for me, the kids, they love sitting there watching TV on their hmm. iPads. Me, I'm not a big iPad TV watcher. Okay, so here's what I want you to do, Terry. I want you to go and download Stan on your iPad and yep. then watch it on the Apple TV, because you can press one button and it appears on your Apple TV. The AirPlay, yep. Yeah. Yep. So that, to me, sounds like, you know, the one thing you need to do before you kind of, you know, fully commit to your, your content lifestyle. But then again, mate, you add Stan. It's only 10 bucks a month and you've got even more content. So you may find that, in fact, you complement Netflix and Foxtel with Stan. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, yeah. 
Look, and it comes down to, for me, at the end of the day, it comes down to when I want to sit down and watch some TV, I can watch it when I want to watch it, which is the free-to-air, I think they're going to really, really suffer um, because people just don't want to, they don't want to sit down at 8.30 or, or 7.30, let's watch um, My Kitchen Rules or something. They want to watch it when they want to watch it. People are time poor. Mm. So for me, I want to sit down and I watch. I might watch um, House of Cards. I might watch th- three episodes while I've got an hour and I've got a couple of hours sitting yeah, there. Yeah, ditto. Uh, and, and away I go. Mm. Um, I think that's... Uh, so they're going to struggle a little bit. Uh, the the Foxtel, it's... It's a hard one because they've still got um, like uh, Fox Eight on um, coming up. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to twelfth uh, of April Chicago Fire. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, so the Foxtel is is for me. It's it's staying. Mm. Um, it's the extras that I think you can do without. All right. That's yeah. That's just my my thoughts on it. But good trial. Well, mate. The good thing is, good thing is you've got the Foxtel there. You can upgrade your plan. As you need it, if you if you're not locked into a contract or you're contracted at the twenty five dollars, you can add stuff whenever you want. If you just want, you know, a certain level of sport for a couple of months, you could just put it on for two months and take it off again. That's right. Yeah, mm. look, you can put if you got your your NRL season coming up or something. It's it's September, and you think oh, I'd like to watch the finals September. Pay the twenty five dollars, watch the finals in on the Foxtel, get rid of it in in October, and and. For twenty five dollars, you've got a great entertainment for a month with the finals of the NRL or something. Yeah. Um, day to day, just week on week out, the seasons. Uh, I'm not one who sits down and watch watches on Channel Nine like my dad. You know, he might watch Friday night football every week. Yeah, where I only watch my team play. So yeah, right. Uh, a lot of people are, di- are different, but um, yeah, and so I just yeah, I don't know the VPN thing. It's it's kind of getting me on. I am a little bit on the VPN. It's like as I am and I'm not. I'm in the middle on it at the moment. Yeah. I just no need to rush, mate. You got plenty yeah. to watch there in the in the in the Aussie library anyway. Then you can sign up to stand for thirty days. And muck around with that, mate. You got plenty of content, Terry. Yeah, <laughs> there, mate. Yeah, no, it's there. And I look, I embrace people. Jump on and have a look because it's thirty day trials. Yeah, you've got to put your credit card on for your thirty days. Set yourself a little note. If you don't like it. Get rid, of Get rid of it. Good on you, Terry. As always, great to hear from you and uh, good to hear the, uh, the real world experience, mate. Good on you, mate. Enjoy the show. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, mate. All right, we have the Samsung Galaxy S6 pricing. <clears throat> um, finally. Well, so this was announced, the, the, the phone was announced at uh, Mobile World Congress, where I was earlier in the month. Uh, but on Monday, uh, Samsung revealed their pricing for the device and availability to be available from April the 10th uh, in Australia. And the Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge with 32 gig of memory starts at 999. Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge starts at 1149 and goes up to 1449. So it's expensive. And I was thinking about this. It does feel like the, the flagship phones are now a lot more expensive than they used to be. Kind of feels like they used to be kind of seven eighty nine, eight ninety nine. So we've kind of jumped by a hundred bucks, but I don't think the dollar is really helping us in that regard. So that's a bit bit of a pain in the bottom. But um, we'll live. People will still buy it because most of you are going to get it on a contract. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a beautiful phone. I have been extensively playing with the uh, Galaxy S six Edge. 
and um, yeah, I think it's great. I'm still not 100% convinced as to why you need the edge, but um, perhaps you'll tell me if you've been looking at it and, uh, and wondering yourself. So <clears throat> have a look, let me know. And I'd love to know what you're going to buy. I'd love to know what your 2015 phone is. Are you going to hold out for the iPhone 6S? Uh, are you going to hold out for, um, for, for, for something else? What is it that you're going to hold out for? Um, it will be interesting to see, but I'd love to know what your what you think your take is on these flagship phones in the market today. Nine ninety nine starting price, which is on par with an iPhone, so nothing to brag about there. Um, all good from Samsung and a beautiful phone. I think you'll be very impressed with it when you see it in the flesh. And uh, pre orders are available now um, through Telcos and Samsung Online. Check it out, uh, and you can uh, have a look at some photos and see the full pricing at eftm.com. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading wherever you are, whatever day of the week it is for you. Uh, Your Tech Life is the name of the show. My name is Trevor Long. You can get me at eftm.com.au. Now, World Backup Day. It's not up there with the, uh, the bigger days of the year that we all know, but... I guess it's actually something worthwhile stopping and thinking about. Um, World Backup Day obviously is is trying to bring uh, our thoughts and our minds to the idea of backing up our data, which is something that not a lot of people do. I've got to be honest, I think it's probably one of the biggest problems, biggest challenges we have when it comes to personal data, whether it's on our mobile devices or our home devices. So to talk about that, um, uh, World Backup Day, which is uh, March 31 this year, and it doesn't matter what day you're listening to this, it's still the same point. Let's talk about it. Tim Valinsky, Consumer Director uh, for Australia and New Zealand. Trend Micro is on the line. G'day, Tim. How are you, Trevor? Yeah, pretty good, mate. I mean, this is it's one of those things where I, I remember um, when programming a radio station, we, we used to always take the time on daylight savings, uh, time of the year to remind people to replace the batteries and their smoke detectors. Sometimes you've just got to kind of stop down and have a conversation about a topic just to make people think about it. Yeah, look, definitely, and I think this is why um, World Backup Day has, has come about and everyone's interested in uh, in seeing what they can and can't do about it, but... I think what we're doing this year with World Backup Day is is trying to sort of remind people that it's not just about their computers. It's about what you just said in your intro, their mobile devices as well. So, you know, you've got to remember that a lot of the stuff that we store that we think we're going to keep forever, um, we don't actually have any backup or records for it these Mm. days. And with more and more things getting emailed to us, like our bank statements just get emailed to us these days, and there's no record of any of this kind of stuff, hmm. backing up our data is becoming more and more important. And then you think about photos. I mean, the number of people that say to me, they're actually not, like people are happy to change mobiles, lose mobiles. I mean, we're a bit blase about all that. When people are worried about their mobiles, often the only thing they're actually worried about are either messages or photos. And so these things are digital records of our lives where we used to take specific photos at a specific time and you'd keep the, the negatives and the, and the prints. These days you take photos all the time and you kind of lose track. I actually think that when it comes to photos, um, maybe if you're if the kind of person on a, uh, on a tablet device that's using um, you know, documents, you're not thinking about the fact that you lose this device, that's all gone. Well, see, what, what's amazing these days as well is we used to have a separate camera to take photos. And then, as, as you mentioned, you'd go down and it'd be all exciting. you wait for an hour for them to be produced and then you got them back. <laughs> These days, you take a photo and you've got it instantly. But it's gone that step beyond now where a lot of people, whilst they still might have a digital camera, 
which they'll use, you know, if they're going to a particular party mm. or they're going to a sports event and they might take a camera. Throw out day-to-day photos, so those happy snaps and a lot of, you know, like little birthday parties, you're going to end up taking the photo with your phone, mm. which is sitting inside your pocket. And then if that gets lost or stolen or broken or, or anything else behind it, you've lost all those snaps. I don't know how many people I've been out there talking to who've told me about a phone that they got lost or stolen. It even happened to someone who works with me mm. that their their phone, their kid reset their phone and wiped out 500 photos. Wow. And those are the photos from when uh, she was born until she was about two, three years old. Yeah. And I said, did you ever back them up? No, I'd never back them up. Nope. Now, we managed to recover that somehow for her. We, we put some effort in there. But not everyone's that lucky. And I think that's the biggest thing. We think we take a snap, and it's because it's digital. So with the old film cameras, we used to be very careful about how many photos we took because we'd pay for them to be produced. But nowadays, you can just snap, 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 snap. And what people don't realise is that in, in that 20 photos you took are the two that you'll want to keep. Hmm. And on our phones, generally, we've got documented life of our kids, how they've grown up, of events to be, and of memories and all the rest of it. And we do hear some, some terrible stories about people who have something's happened to their device and they've lost and stolen them. Uh, and it's just, it's not there for them anymore. And you just can't recover it. And it's interesting, you did some, uh, you being Trend Micro, did uh, some research. 22% of Australian consumers feared losing information stored on their devices. I actually thought that's quite a low number compared to, you know, the general panic in society around losing data. But it's still, um, you know, it's it's a huge amount of data that could go missing. So it's kind of startling when if people actually step back and think about it, you realise that it's not something you're doing, uh, taking a lot of notice of. And my problem is, and this is where I guess your solution we can talk about, if, if you like, um, comes in. There is, it's great that a lot of phones have backup stuff built into them. Uh, I noticed uh, setting up some Google, uh, some Android phones lately, I noticed a lot of, um, you know, little bits and pieces uh, there about backing it up into Google and stuff. But I don't think it's backing up the whole device. I don't think it's backing up my data. I think it's batting, backing up my settings and things. So you've got you've to look at solutions uh, that actually do the job for you. That, that's where something like Trend Micro Mobile Security comes in, right? Oh, definitely. And, and you know, you, you've got the two levels of devices out there. You've got your iOS devices and you've got your Android. So with iOS, Apple happens to give away iCloud, mm-hmm. which is a service we really do recommend people utilize to back up uh, not just their contacts, as you've mentioned to, which is what Google does, but also it allows you to back up your photos. And it, it may cost you a little bit a year to upgrade your storage to, to store those photos, but it is very, very important. And, you know, inside that survey you mentioned, you know, over 75% of people actually use their devices to store their photos. They don't back them up in any other place. And then on average, you've got over 100 photos there. So it is something that we do recommend. Mm. Likewise with Android. Android will set up and uh, back up your settings and also your contacts. But once again, it won't back up that really important stuff, which is your uh, your photos and any videos you've taken, etc., on your devices. And for that, we, we have a particular product that's called a Backup and Restore, which will do exactly that for you. And, you know, this is the lovely part about World Backup Day and, and where, the, where it's moved to. In the past, you'd have to sit down and figure out how to move everything across and store it and all the rest of it. Nowadays, with cloud storage, uh, with our product, just the same as the iCloud product, all you do is you set it up and say, I want to back up my photos once a day when it's in Wi-Fi and when it's plugged on. So what we all do when we get home is we plug our phone in beside our bed and we leave it there. And what happens beautifully, of course, is overnight, 
the phone will back up all your latest data for you. Yep. So therefore, you've got it every day. You're getting a backup happen automatically. And all it does is back up any new information. It doesn't go through a full backup and, and you know, you utilize all your bandwidth and, and all your upload capacity. And it's just a nice, safe way. So, you know, one of the stats we've seen recently is that um, a phone is either lost or stolen every six minutes inside Australia. And if you start to take that kind of a stat into account, you know, backing up your mobile device is something that's it's pretty critical. And it's one of those things that I... I think I think about, and I think we've had this conversation before too. Um, you know, the the change, the evolution of these conversations have gone from being about viruses to malware to security to general internet security. I think that in you know, hopefully five years from now, we've moved on to something else, and backup becomes something that everyone thinks about. I I always kind of bitch and moan, I guess, about how people don't give the credibility to their technology that they do to their plumbing and their electricity. You got a problem with your plumbing, your electricity, you call an electrician. You need a certain thing, but an electrician tells you you need something, but you'll put it in. People are, are reluctant to spend a little bit of money on a product, uh, a software product or a piece of data space out there in the cloud to keep their data safe. And I think that's the evolution we need to have next, and hopefully we're getting closer to it. Yeah, look, definitely. And I, and I know we've spoken about this in the past as well. And uh, the thing I like to say is, you know, do, do on your devices what you would do in real life. You know, if you go to buy an app, um, it's like buying a bit of software. You'd go to a store, make sure you buy from someone you know. Likewise, you know, if, if you've got photos, if you've got your bank statements, if you've got anything else like that, if it was on paper, you would make sure that you check it, you file it away, and you do something so you've got it for later use and it's secured. You need to do that on your device as well. So just because it's electronic, just because it's sitting in the pot, uh, in your pocket, doesn't mean you shouldn't just do anything and just hopefully that one day it will all magically be there for you in the future. Mm. You do need to spend that little bit of time. And, and the part about it that, uh, that's amazing, Trevor, is, you know, with about half an hour worth of setting up your device at the beginning and once a month checking on it, that's all you need to do. It's actually not labour-intensive. It's more about setting it up so it will all happen automatically for you on a continuous basis. And if you want that... Trend Micro Mobile Security can be a companion for you, among many other options, but that's just one of the ones we're talking about tonight. Uh, World Backup Day, March 31. Doesn't sound like an exciting day to have a cake stall, but still, good to have a conversation, Tim. Thanks a lot, Trevor. Oh, that's a wrap. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for everything. Uh, I'll be back next week. I'll be on the radio on 2UE on Thursday afternoon with Angela Caterns at 1.20 in the afternoon. I'll be on with Tim Webster on Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. I will, in fact, be on the Today Show tomorrow morning. You'll probably have missed it by the time you download this. Talking virtual reality headsets at about 7.40 with Carl and Lisa and the gang. I'll be on mornings with David and Wendy uh, on Friday morning talking about the best budgeting apps for you. Uh, and if you want to hear me around the country, just email me. I'll tell you where I am, like closest to you. I'm with Cliff. I'm Beck in Townsville. I'm in Cairns with Mark and Juanita. Um, I'm in um, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Canberra, Perth, Perth and Perth, because I do three different spots over there. Pretty much every radio station um, in Perth. Uh, it's always great to chat technology. So if you want to know where you can hear me in your local area, get in touch, say good day, jump on Twitter at Trevor Long. Say day. It's always lovely to hear from you. And, of course, you can follow at the same time at EFTM and at Your Tech Life. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back next week.
with Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.